0: Two social workers on a mission to change the narrative. Alenio Baby's podcast seeks to empower others in making changes to maintain their physical, emotional, and mental health. This podcast is about becoming the best version of ourselves. I hope you feel inspired. Join Bria Spencer and Fadia G. Pierre bi-weekly as they initiate conversations about mental health, fitness, and travel. Share this with someone who needs it. Follow us on Instagram at millennial underscore babes underscore podcast and let's continue the conversation. Welcome back everyone to another episode of the millennial babes podcast. I am excited. We have our guest Rob with us today and we will be sharing what is the importance of creating and elevating our habits Rob is an expert at helping highly driven young professionals maximize their well-being and have more fun. Rob is the founder and CEO of TAPS Training, a successful and fast-scaling business that encompasses coaching, supplements, video courses, community support, and more. Rob is also a guest speaker. Rob, is there anything else you want to share about yourself?
1: Uh, I mean, there's plenty of, of things to share. Um, one thing that I really want everyone knowing is that I'm a meatball eating champion. So aside from oh. being healthy and active, I like to enjoy uh, eating good foods and having good times with some friends. Ooh.
2: Oh. So we That's- might need to have like a cooking challenge or something. Right, because <laughs> I'm, a, I'm
1: a foodie at heart. Oh, sign me up. I'm ready.
2: <laughs> Just like Bria mentioned earlier, the topic today is to talk about creating and elevating our habits. And of course, it gets difficult. And I'm going to speak for myself. Like I know it's challenging to stay consistent. And I have been working on changing my habits. I'm trying to find a system that works for me. And we have a lot of people sometimes, it's challenging. It's hard to change. It's hard to maintain that. Can you share a little bit about what inspired you to start
1: Uh, Sure. Yeah, uh, it goes right hand in hand with what we're talking about today, actually. um, This was a couple of years ago, I was working as a strength and conditioning coach, and I was really working myself to the bone. I was working 60 to 80 hours uh, between strength training and uh, strength coaching and personal training, and I was just running myself to exhaustion, and I needed to figure out a way to connect with more people. Uh, that were looking to better themselves and that's really where I got into the remote coaching and the online world it it really expanded my reach and allowed me to connect with others and help them on their journey uh, Mm -hmm. even if I couldn't be with them physically
2: Mm, okay and so for you like how did um, how did help you change your life and like in terms of creating like a positive lifestyle
1: um, well it helped me it helped me develop new strategies and habits for everything because historically um, taps training is all about strength and, and athletic performance coaching and what I've recently shifted more into is a personal performance coaching uh, which helped me develop these frameworks for living a more radiant, resilient and renewed life which really helps, Myself and uh, many other people kind of develop the lifestyle that they want to, that really recharges themselves and the life that they want to live.
2: Okay, so we're gonna need to have a consultation <laughs> <laughs> for me because I need. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get back into this like performance training and building my the body that I want. So I might need. I might need a consultation to kind of help me get into like the shit that I want because I'm liking what
0: I'm hearing so far.
1: <laughs> of course, anytime. Let's set up a call.
0: with what you shared did you notice a shift in your own mental health while strength training what that looks like for you and also with your clients
1: a shift in my mental health yes actually so back when I was working crazy hours I had like everybody has habits it's a mixture of healthy and unhealthy habits and at the time I was just filled with unhealthy habits kind of like today waking up super early uh, in the past I was waking up at 4 a.m Monday through Saturday and then Sundays were my day to sleep in and I would wake up at 5 a.m so it wasn't that much of a wake up or a sleep in but I was working myself to a bone and that one this one year when I started up taps and really shifted everything I'd only taken three days off the entire year and that's not very healthy the three Mm. days Three days I took off were one when my dad passed away and two days for the funeral services. So it took me a little while for it to kind of click into my head that I can't live like this. And that really turned things around made me reflect on what was going on. And that's kind of how I started developing the priorities and the different frameworks for living this recharged and renewed life that I'm trying to help teach and pass on to others.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, by the way, you know, it's, it's definitely, it, you know, stuff like that can be difficult and it changes, you know, what we're doing and how we function and, you know, when we're grieving a loss. And so for you with the shift of like the mental health, can you share like what some of the healthy habits that like, you noticed like, that was coming up for you that you needed to like change or work on changing those habits?
1: Oh, yes, definitely. So first and foremost, I needed to start prioritizing myself. I was always pushing, which was important for me to put a lot of my clients first, but once it starts affecting your own personal health, then you can't show up and give the best for your clients. So I needed to uh, start getting getting my body right again, start moving better and moving well. Then I needed to start eating and fueling myself better, shifting my mindset with different practices and gratitude and meditation. And then elevating my lifestyle with the habits and routines, and I developed the five Ds, which we can talk about in a few minutes, um, Mm -hmm. one of my frameworks. And then surrounding people, surrounding myself with better winning teams. And then the really big one is also celebrating success, not only of myself, but others around me, because that is what carries and amplifies positivity.
2: One thing I like that you said is prioritizing yourself first. As a trauma therapist, I work with a lot of clients who's focusing on the outcome. I just want the result. And when it comes to prioritizing themselves, it's challenging for you when you were recognizing that for yourself and in starting to prioritize yourself. Was it difficult? And for anyone who is struggling with that, you know, like, can you share like how you know, with, you know, if it's difficult and also like, how can they start to prioritize themselves in what way?
1: Yeah. So the first thing would be to start, start slow and start simple. Um, some, most of the time, majority of the people, when they're trying to create new habits that better themselves, they try to change way too much too fast with a gym routine, very restrictive dieting. They try to change their whole whole routine in everyday life you gotta you gotta slowly break it down and add small steps in and one thing that you can really do that helps uh making sure that you're following through with these new habits is a little trick i call habit stacking where you Mm -hmm. take the things that you're doing consistently already and find smaller ways to kind of add the new things in whether it's like brushing your teeth in the morning and then stacking that with making sure that or brushing your teeth in the evening and making sure that you stack that habit with laying your clothing out in the morning for what you're going to wear the next day. So that you don't, you can remove that choice of decision. You can just get going right to it.
0: I like that habit stacking. I've never heard of that before, but it's, it's also realistic. Like you share just starting when you're starting off, not just, jumping right into it's like when the new year starts and everyone has like a new year's resolution and they just want to go to the gym and but it's like no like be realistic with yourself see where you can start small with what you're doing already and build off of that momentum
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what just came up for me was the slow down part do you have clients where they're struggling to slow down where you also have to kind of say okay let's take that baby step let and how difficult is it to slow down and to like change and say, okay, let's focus on the one thing at a time that we need to, you know, to, to get to, to elevate and change the habits.
1: Yeah. Um, I have, I meet with and talk with a lot of people who want to get going and they want to go hundred miles an hour and they might not be, they might not have stepped foot in a gym in years, but they want to jump out going five, six times a week, which is fine. I'm
2: guilty. That's, that's
1: totally fine. <laughs> uh, but having a good plan of attack not just going in and just crushing yourself every single day i tried to lay out the like a set of workouts that are easy to kind of chip away at each throughout the week but then also adding in some active recovery days so that helps with the consistency and reinforcing the identity that you're trying to create of i am somebody who does go to the gym daily but it breaks it down into smaller chunks that are more manageable like okay i'm going to go and i'm going to do Three workouts, one on Monday, one on Wednesday, one on Friday. But I'm also going to go on Thursday and Tuesday, but I'm just going to go and walk, maybe do some stretching. So you still reinforce the consistency in that identity, but it's not too much too fast.
2: Mm. I like that. I, I, that's a I like the strategy, like picking like three workouts. And for me, I'm not picking three workouts. I've always been an athlete since I was little. And then I tend to fall off a little bit and then I come back. But when I come back to the gym, I just have adrenaline of wanting to jump right in. Cause it's like, once I start, if I feel like my muscle is, my muscle remembers everything I'm doing, but it just want to jump right in. And sometimes trying to slow down, it, it can be difficult, but not just with like, you know, working out, but just in personal life, also like wanting a certain outcome or wanting to like get to a certain point. And I just want to go. And then I find myself like, okay. Slow down. Maybe that is the reason why I'm struggling with the consistency. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. If you're doing too much, then it then it's like I'm getting over my brain is getting overwhelmed because I'm not slowing down and really like going to the process in a healthier way. So my so I can remain consistent.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the opposite for me. Like I'm yeah. I'm more in tune with my body. So I'm just like, okay, well, what can I work on today? Whether it's right, let's just do some weightlifting because I've learned when it comes to, I've connected working out with my own mental health. That's what actually helps me slow down because I'm always on the go. I'm a mom. I work a nine to five, but I also have like three businesses on the side. So it's like I'm everywhere. But when it comes to just focusing on working out, I'm like, okay, It's going to slow me down. I'm going to focus on maybe back and glutes and legs today. And I'm just going to call it a day. Um, But it's a nice reminder where it's like, okay, already work on the habits that you have already and build off of it. And that's, what's going to keep pushing you to, to be consistent and to keep going.
1: Mm -hmm. Definitely. And that kind of goes back to having the bigger picture plan in mind, because if you know, that for the next six weeks, I'm going to be doing workouts on certain days. And then you it takes away the guesswork and the the uh, decision-making choices. So you don't have to think about, oh, what should I do today? What did I do the other day? Am I going to be sore? Am I going to – is this going to impact something I'm going on the weekend? It just this, this, and that. You just go in, show up, and you basically turn yourself into – autopilot and it makes things much easier because you don't have to make that decision and choice of should I go to the gym what do I need to do it's already engraved and you just follow along
0: yeah
2: and so does creating like new habits for ourselves have meaning like in our lives
1: oh yes so when so, so when I teach the pillar of um, lifestyle elevation, as I had mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, I have the five D's. Yeah. The, first, the first D is dream. So you mm-hmm. have to dream up the lifestyle and who you want to be. And then the second D is define. So you, you picture who you want to become and the new person or the newer version of yourself. Then you define the habits that this person is doing that you're not quite doing yet. Then that's, Then you get to the third D, which is designate. So this is, when you, this is where your habit stacking technique comes in. So where and how can I incorporate the habits that the future me does that I'm currently doing now? So how, like, how can I work those together into that? The fourth D becomes develop. So this is where you're now, you're practicing the habits day in and day out. You know that you're gonna get the habits done because they're already anchored to habits that you currently are doing. And then the last D is determine. Are these habits sticking? Am I, am I struggling to follow these habits still, even though they're anchored in and they're defined in all these other ones? And whether they are, then great. Maybe it's time to evolve and, and take the habits a step further. Or maybe it's time to regress and break it down a little bit smaller. So instead of going to the gym for like an hour, maybe drop it down to like a half hour so that you can still reinforce that identity of who you want to be, that dream version of yourself. <clears throat>
0: that that. i that i love that i wrote it down (laughs) i I did too (laughs) i'm gonna have to like go back and like really write the rest but when you said that it just reminded me of like that's manifestation like the power of manifestation when you dream it and then you define it and then all right what can i do now that i see in the future those habits that i can start now and and you're basically co-creating your reality you're you're allowing yourself to start knew now to be able to get to your end goal and what those results are going to be. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly. I don't remember exactly where this study came from, but they, there was a study done with three basketball teams.
2: Mm-hmm. One basketball
1: team, they told they were going to go and they were going to practice every day during the week shooting free throws. One team, they told just to visualize themselves mm-hmm. practicing. And then the third team, they just didn't practice at all. The team that went and practiced improved their free throw shooting at roughly 25% from practicing. And the team that visualized improved their free throw shooting about 23%. So it's very close to the, to the team that actually did practice. And it's the, the study has gone on to say that your brain can't differentiate from reality and what you're thinking. So it shows you just how powerful it is to visualize and manifest what you want in life. Because your brain creates the reality, your inner thoughts create your outer your outer reality.
0: Yes, <laughs> absolutely, I agree completely. Where have you been, Rob? I, like, we're it's so much in alignment.
2: <laughs> I know we've been looking for a
0: trainer, somebody to work with, and we've been going to the gym. And
2: what sucks about it is that I dropped out of the gym because I'm having a love and hate relationship with weightlifting. I just want to do more of like hit because I, I've i done the Spartan race. And so I, I, when I was in New York, I was working out with the Spartan team in the Bronx and I liked the calisthetic workout that they did. And so I started going to the gym with Bria and then I kind of fell on her and I know she probably like she just bent at me. Right. And then the question for myself is like, okay, if you do go back, how can you remain consistent with this habit and so as you're sharing like the five d's like your framework i'm seeing it in my mind i'm seeing what i want this year the goal for me as you're sharing this is like i want to change my habits but in changing my habits i want to maintain them and like you said and develop them right and continue to keep them going and and then if new habits come new habits come but i don't want to like start a new habits and then just fall off
1: it's it's you got to really make sure that when you're putting together your plan of attack that you genuinely enjoy the things that you do like i could write a program for you and guarantee you that you're going to get amazing results but the hard hard truth is it's probably going to be doing like repeated sprints for like a long time and that really sucks and nobody likes doing that so you're most likely not going to adhere to that program so it's a tough balance of being able to figure out what you really enjoy and then sprinkling in some of the things that you need that fully wrap around the whole program making sure that it's well balanced and you're hitting all the aspects that you need and I try to I try to teach people that now in my coaching I try to I try to work with them to create the program that's best for them that they enjoy it and make sure that they get all the points that they need to hit whereas in the past and different commercial gym settings that I used to be in. It was all about, you got to do this, you got to do that, you got to do this. And some clients would stick to it and they can grit it through. And then other ones, once it just gets too difficult and they don't enjoy it at all. And then they begin to resent you and they begin to resent the gym and mm-hmm. even activity itself. So then they completely shut down and lock up. So you got to really work together as a team. Uh, I try not to do the, I try not to be like the, put myself on a pedestal as I'm an expert with my clients, I try to work together and explain that we both want the same goal here. We both yeah. want you to achieve the results you want to. I want to help you get there. We're working together.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's important, too, when working um, with your clients is, is meeting them where they're at. And that's something that we we use in the social work field, too, as just therapists, is meeting our clients where they're at. And how do you navigate them through the resistance? You can show up, but there's still gonna be that guard. So how do you when when you have a client who is resistant? How do you navigate with them to be like, all right, let's create those new habits and let's reach this goal? How do you elevate them?
1: I try to check in with them as frequently as I can. Uh, I try to take a try to take inventory on everything everything as a full picture. So how are they feeling their energy? Are they enjoying the workout? Do they feel like they're putting in as much work and effort as they can, or do they feel that things need to change? And then having consistent routine check-ins really allows me to change anything before it gets too far down that path. Because if someone's like, hey, this is, my knees are starting to bother me, but I really like doing squatting or something, maybe it's time for us to analyze the form Maybe change some of the volume around. It. Other ways of of working around the same thing.
2: Mm-hmm. And if someone were to like start right now to start changing their their habits and implementing like some of the five the five Ds that you mentioned, what action do you think like they can take right now to start with?
1: To begin everything, it's it's the consistency. So whatever it is that you want to do, how small can you break down? and how small can that be? So if you're someone who's looking to get to the gym, the first habit might just be making sure that you have this time block that you want to work out cleared on a daily basis. Because if you don't make that one commitment, then it's going to be hard for anything else to kind of be wrapped around that. And you might not even be able to make it to the gym on those certain days, but just blocking it into your calendar and scheduling that as an appointment then then that puts precedent in your life and then it becomes a better priority. So then there's a greater chance of that getting done and being, being holding yourself to it, to making sure that you don't negotiate with that time. And if you need to always ask and look for a coach, finding somebody else doesn't always have to be a coach or a mentor, but it could be a friend, a family member, a coworker, anybody, just even just voicing it out on social media sometimes can help you build that self-accountability. Saying on your story, like, I'm going to the gym at this time. No, People might not even check out your story or even see it, but at least you're voicing it out. Yeah. Putting it into the universe.
2: I need to kind of do partner. <laughs> I feel like I'm being called out. <laughs> <laughs> That's like me, because I, what I was thinking about as you were saying that is we have unhealthy distraction that comes up. We're blacking it out, but sometimes it's like, this is coming up, I want to do this. But then if I don't work out that day because I'm doing something different to make sure like I'm going back to it and I'm not letting you know letting it fall off. I think that's where for me, I, I
1: struggle. Hey, we all have, like I said in the very beginning, we all have a mix of different habits, not necessarily mm-hmm. good and bad, but just everything sliding on a spectrum of where we want to go and if it's helping us towards our goal. And mm-hmm. the best thing to do is, Don't avoid and completely eliminate the habits that you want to minimize, but focus on the new ones that you're trying to add. When people begin, start off snowboarding and skiing, you're going down the mountain. All you can do is focus on the other skiers. You can focus on the trees and the jumps. And if you're focused on those, you're going to drift towards that spot. Whereas if you just focus on where you want to go and what you want to do, the other things just kind of breeze past you. Uh, mm-hmm. I know, and I know in meditation, sometimes they try to teach it as like a blue sky with clouds drifting by and you wanted to let it, let it just kind of go, come and go, let's experience it and then acknowledge it and let it go forward and then move mm-hmm. on and focus on what you want to work on.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are some of the benefits and for someone like who's changing their habits and elevating it? What will be some benefit of that?
1: Well, the, working towards the better version of yourself that you want to be, um, that's the biggest thing there. But then looking bigger picture, too. One, you're obviously better in yourself. You're feeling better, moving better, and thinking more clearly is going to help in the workspace becoming more productive. So you're helping your coworkers, you're helping out your boss, your business, whatever it might be. But then also your family's benefiting from mm-hmm. it as well. If you're healthier and if you're living longer and you're feeling stronger, you, and if you have family, you can run around with kids. You can, you're in a better mood. You're pushing that positivity off onto other people. You just become a radiant, positive person and more people want to be around you. Like when you're like that, so then you help attract other positive people and then you just continue to spread. That's it's yeah. one of the pillars I touch on is scaling cele, or celebration scaling really mm-hmm. noticing and identifying who else benefits from your success.
2: Oh, I really like that. For you, as you create your program and you're working with your clients, and now you just kind of help me. <laughs> I don't know about Priya. Throughout this process for you, what would you say is, what was the most important lesson you've learned about yourself in creating these new habits?
1: I, the biggest lesson I learned was Really self reflecting on myself and trying to mm-hmm. figure out how to continue to grow myself. So I'm constantly practicing all of these. Anytime I bring on a new habit, I go through the whole, whole, whole onboarding process with them and looking for new areas that I can target and work on. So then we're going together as a team. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever did like the buddy system ever growing up, but it's, yeah. that's how I look at my coaching. So whenever I have a new client come on and they're going through new habits and trying to adapt new workouts and things, I look for areas where I can go too. Because if I'm giving, if I'm holding you accountable and then I give you something to hold me accountable, then we just strengthen our bond and we're both becoming better, better individuals overall.
2: Okay, Rob, you're, like, in my backyard, so <laughs> I think, I'm, I, think I'm, I might want to do that consultation.
1: <laughs> Anytime. We can talk about it, and we lay out a whole plan for you.
0: Yes. sign me up, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. Let's do it. Group. We can do a group thing.
0: Yes. So, I'm... I'm listening to everything that you're saying. And I feel like not only does it pertain to just like fitness, but it can also be um, relatable in many areas of your life. Not that like, you could be for work, your personal life. What do you feel has been like your greatest accomplishment mm. in your business and where you are right now?
1: I, I would say the greatest accomplishment is probably my next one. But what I'm really working forward right now is working together with Sanford Boys and Girls Club and what I want to do is I want to create an athletic leadership conference for some of the local high schools. I've been speaking with a couple of people over at the uh, Boys and Girls Club and I'm really putting together this event that I want to do in a couple months here and I really feel like I can share my story and provide some value to these young kids and if they and myself and I want to have other speakers also so, Faria, keep your, uh, your schedule open.
2: Yes, um, I, <laughs> I'm here.
1: <laughs> yes, let's do it. I feel like if, if they can take a few positive stories, ideas, maybe some frameworks, and they can implement in their own lives, I feel like that's really going to just escalate and scale the community and then eventually more and more of the world. I feel like that's something that we can grow, and it could be something much bigger in the future. It's something I'm really passionate about wanting to work on.
0: That's amazing! Amazing. Definitely need more of that in Stanford community. Also, yes, I look mm-hmm. forward to seeing all of that come to fruition. Yeah,
2: Appreciate definitely. I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to that. I like I like that idea that you're doing, and I think we need to see more of that, especially growing up in Stanford. And I've left and come back and I'm like, what's one of these programs that we used to have? I want to hear some more noises. I want to see the kids. I want to see everybody just like getting back out there and wanting to be outside and just getting involved and creating those new habits and just changing, you know, their lifestyle. And I think it's time. I love that.
0: Well, thank you, Rob, for joining us. The purpose of this episode was to learn what habits are enduring our growth and how we can create new ones and elevate ourselves you certainly have shared that with us especially your 5d's dream define designate develop and determine as said i'm going to put that on my wall. so i can look at mm-hmm. it i'm
2: right. doing that too
0: <laughs> <laughs> cuz those are beautiful gems so i i want to thank you for joining us please let our audience know where they can find you and your services
1: Best place would be on Instagram, just at my, just one word, Rob Trazy, uh, R-O-B-T-R-A-C as in cat, and then Z as in zebra.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you, you know, for sharing that piece. So everybody, please like, you know, check him out. He has a lot of good gem on his page. And if you want to work with him, definitely, reach, you know, reach out to Rob. So Rob, you know we like to end with affirmation for our sessions during the week for our um, for our audience. So pick a number from one to thirty.
1: I'm gonna go with seven.
2: Seven. Okay. So I'm gonna shuffle these cards. <clears throat> All right. So the affirmation I have. Ooh, this is perfect. It says here, "I am passionate." This is the first time I pulled this card. Um, I put my entire heart into the people and things I believe in. My passion is powerful force. It is an eternal fuel. I recognize the strength of my passion and therefore I am careful where I choose to focus it. I am passionate. I love this. I love that. I feel like I, this is the first time I'm pulling this card, like literally. And then, and you t- and we, you literally ended with um, with what you're passionate about. And look at that. We just pull the passionate card.
1: I love it. That's amazing. That's perfect. Yeah.
2: Well, as you guys hear it, you know, you have to think about what you're passionate about. Find your passion so that you can create the new habits so that you can elevate yourself so you can be a big be a better version of yourself Um, and finding an accountability partner. If you need help in starting, please. if you are one of our audience who needs some support, reach out to Rob. Do you do virtual Rob with like your clients or is it all in person? Uh,
1: It's mostly, it's mostly virtual. Now I've been shifting from a hybrid to an all remote coaching. That's my new coaching program is all remote.
2: Okay, perfect. So if anybody's looking to do some work with Rob, you know, definitely reach out to him. And I hope this episode definitely helped. And so thank you guys for listening. If anything resonated with you today in this episode, leave us a comment. If you'd like to be a guest or want to suggest a topic to us, just reach out to us in our email at millennial babes Podcast, or check out our Instagram page at Millennial underscore Babes
0: underscore Podcast.